Interested in all things oil and gas? We've got a podcast for you, The Energy Pipeline. Join us each week as we cover the latest trends, transformations, and success stories alongside various key figures from the world's leading energy companies and beyond. Listen to The Energy Pipeline wherever you stream your podcasts or visit cat.com slash energy pipeline. You're listening to World Oil Deep Dive, conversations with energy industry leaders and engineers about the market trends and technologies shaping the oil and gas industry. Now, here's this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Another session live from HFTC 2024. And uh, of course, in my favorite recording studio, you guys have be getting used to seeing this now because we've done quite a few episodes here, but this is a blend bar up in the woodlands. And so I can't say enough good things about it. Look, Corey's installed, you got your cigar, you got the, yeah. got the whiskey, and on top of that, they have really good food. So if you're ever up in the woodlands and you want to have business lunch somewhere, I recommend blend bar for sure. And so with us today from Profac is Corey. Yes, <laughs> Corey Donaldson. Nice Corey you. Donaldson. Corey. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the folks, tell them what you do for uh, Profrac. Yeah, so I'm the Director of Engineering uh, at Profrac. I've been with the company now since 2018. Started out, you know, just regular field guy and then worked my way up uh, through the ranks and then just as time brought itself up and then, you know, I just kept, I, I, you could say proving yourself, you know. Right, yeah. uh, I just worked my way up to Director of Engineering and I guess I'm like the guy that everybody goes to I know a little about a lot, I guess. Right, you yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the, uh, that personality. So. And, and so as director of engineering, then you're involved in developing new technologies, all of this type Correct. of stuff, right? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a, is that a key part or is that the only thing you do? Uh, no, that's, uh, we, do, we do a lot. I mean, it's uh, from, you know, reservoir analysis to pump schedule design or you know oh wow uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah 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 like we we i do designs for a bunch of companies uh you know mo mostly mom and pops the big guys are right kind of, uh, yeah they got their own thing they yeah. got their own thing the mom and pops you know ask about it and you know even sometimes the big guys you know they want to they, they know that profrac is like uh we have a lot of information that uh other people don't have right as right far as, yeah like, we can see trends i mean like you got your inveris and you got your frac focus and you got all that you know you can see that the operators can pull those data sources and right. get them and uh use those data trends and uh those resources but or they can come to us if they need something um oh interesting yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know we uh definitely try to present the most technical things we can to the customer as far as you know they need help with design if they want if they want to troubleshoot a chemical package you know if they're having issues with their flow back you know like wow so yeah. any of that basically uh, yeah, they come like, and say, hey I, we got a problem we, we have resources for uh the the world of, when it comes to fracking like don't ask me about drilling <laughs> don't ask me about midstream but when it comes to fracking you know we have a pool of resources in our company where you know i would say we're the top if not the top or wow. in the top. So. so so here's a here's a tough question for you maybe. Yeah. Um in all of this time when you're coming up, so how long have you been director of engineering? I wanna say, oh man, twenty one. Twenty one? Uh, September okay. twenty one. Yeah, right. So, I think so 
what's been the most challenging thing like a client came to you don't have to mention client or anything right. but who came to you with something where you're like wow that's something man we got to work on that um well that happens a lot but what's great about it is then you learn and then you can apply that to other projects and then also have that in your back pocket where like this is going to come up again in two three years i'm sure right. and i'll be ready for it you know yeah. what i mean uh but as far as a specific topic uh you know we we oh man it's tough to without involving too much information it's hard to it's really hard to say a lot of uh what we deal with is you know kind of kept you know yeah in-house yeah yeah. yeah yeah no no that's what yeah. that's what i'm saying you know you don't have to throw any names or anything i was just like what what kind of problems you know like when i think of frack problems i think of like you know frack hits or uh so a lot of it has to do with you know uh having the correct reservoir analysis where we can put those numbers into our models and project you know wh what are your average what, what is your treating pressure going to be what like right, if you're yeah. trying to run you know 2,000 uh, pounds per foot uh, for this stage and you know you want to know your pressures and you want to know what kind of what kind of you're looking for what kind of troubles you're going to come into whether it's going to be like a linear gel cross-link slick water and that's a lot of what we do is like a customer will come to us and be like hey i have this formation here's a log file that we got that right we'll yeah. send it to us and we'll put it in and and we'll run it as like a slick water job a linear job a cross-link job so you model it out for them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. uh different even different propping types meshes and then we we can compare those side by side and be like well you're going to get more fracture length here you're going to get more height here more frac conductivity here you know based off of these parameters so that's uh, a lot of what like uh, they're not more or less problems but more or less uh, getting more efficient yeah yeah you know? increasing efficiencies yeah, e yeah economics yeah, yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. exactly exactly no that's fascinating and so they don't even have to be uh like a customer of yours already they can just like show up and be like hey can you guys help us with this yeah and you know if i if i have the time or somebody on my team has the time to help them out uh Lately, it's been hard just because, you know, uh, the industry's, I, I, I don't know about anybody else, but we're booming. We're, right. we're, we're, we're blowing and going. And we help out these customers and potentially, you know, hey, th these guys helped us out. We're going to use them to frack. They, right. they yeah, designed yeah. it. Let, yeah, let's, exactly. let's have them frack it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, so I think that, that helps too. And, you know, obviously if a customer comes to us and is kind of abusing it, it's kind of like, okay, well, I'll, <laughs> You got to cut I'll, them off at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Don't so, get crazy. Yeah, you got to find a happy medium, you know? Mm -hmm. So so tell us, man, since you're on the forefront of all that technology and, uh, you know, one of the big topics for the last, I don't know, three years probably now has been the, uh, you know, the evolution of EFRAC and that type of stuff. And I know you guys have a, a foray into that too. Kind of not so much, you know, your solution in general, but but you must look at a lot of that technology, right? Not just yours, but how everybody else is running and stuff yeah, as well, right? Exactly. So so is is there a discernible trend on how people are going in that, or is it still kind of willy-nilly people are doing all different types of designs um, and stuff? Well, so initially I feel like the the whole E-FRAC, E-Fleet uh, started for ESG initiatives. Right. Right? Like, we need to be more ESG, more ESG. Well, the operators within the past, I would say, let's call it eight to 12 months. They really kind of like, they're like, ESG is not number one anymore. Right, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, right. But 
really what ESG, I think that like the E in ESG should stand for efficiency and not environmental. Because, right. Because like all those initiatives, they just literally make you become more efficient. Right. Right. So uh, uh, an E-fleet, for example, it's not about uh, using electricity per se, you know, to, to run the fleet. It's about like their efficiency, like the, the fact that, you know, um, on an electric driven motor, it's just more efficient. Right, right? yeah, exactly, like it, exactly. It, it takes the same amount of power for, and you get more output. Like the out, right. the in to the out is more, the efficiency is higher. And that, right. that's, that saves everybody. That saves, you know, the operator saves us, it saves everybody. So really these initiatives I think were, should be more efficient right. based than environmental based. Right. right. And, and at the end of the day, uh, I think this holds true from almost everybody I talk to is, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's got to be it's got to be as efficient as what was going on before. Nobody's going backward. Right. Nobody yeah, wants to be like, exactly. oh, you brought me a new solution that that is environmentally friendly, but uh, it costs me more. It's not as efficient. No, that's never going to fly. They don't go for that. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah. Give no. me the diesel all day then. Right. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. So and, and then that's really where I think uh, Profrax drives as far as, you know, we're always trying to become more efficient no matter what the means are. You know, mm -hmm. and we we constantly put more and more money into becoming more efficient and trying to figure out downfalls and problems we have and just as a as a team just what okay we have this problem here what can we do to solve it and get, get right. into that i mean cuz like fracking is it's been around for 100 years some ago. some people would say you know yeah. like 100 years but you know some people would say maybe 30 years you know it all depends on what you consider yeah. the first frack right but i would say mainstream probably you know early 2000s is when it really like yeah yeah for in. laterals and stuff yeah, yeah exactly yeah, right yeah. and and not much has changed in that time like everybody it's all about pounds per lateral foot or barrels per lateral foot or whatnot you know like this is the best per this is what we're going to get without uh damaging the well and getting the most production back and, right and then chemicals are another like step up you know and so when it comes to being more economical and more efficient and getting better production, all these technologies go into that because, you know, you're going to get your money back if you can get the job done faster. Right, exactly, exactly. So so what was, uh, in your estimation so far uh, in your tenure, what was the biggest, like, uh, jump technologically that, that you've seen and you've been involved with for Profrac? Oh, I mean, not not that I've been directly involved with, but like have seen. I would say like the high pressure hoses. Was yeah, a big that's one. good stuff, right? That was a that was a big jump there because now you're you're not freaking you know hammering <laughs> iron, and taking yeah, iron yeah, off yeah, yeah. and then putting it back on. It's just like literally right, exactly. And then uh, you know, and then also just the iron in general. You know, it it gets out of date. You got to buy a noose, and it's not it's not cheap. Right. You know. These high pressure hoses, I think, have been a real big one, and then also um, just e fleets. You know, just right. like all the different companies that have e fleets. Like I've seen that happen over the time I've been in the industry, and I think, you know, when I first came into the oil field, I'm like, we're making energy, and then we're using energy to make more energy. Right. Yeah. Why don't we just use that energy directly? Like right. You know what exactly. I mean? like, yeah. 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 Like. 
but I was just a lonely old field engineer, you know. <laughs> I, no one's going to listen to that guy say, wait, well, why don't we just hook this up to, you know. Right, exactly. You know? And uh, I'm sure everybody's thought it. You know, I'm not right, the yeah. only one. If, if I'm, there's no way I was the first. And there's no right, way yeah. I'm going to be the last, right? And so, like, to see that kind of come into to the realm is, is really cool, too. Yeah. So tell us this now. This is a, this is a tougher question for you because I know it's a... It's a sensitive thing. No doubt you're working on stuff above and beyond, you know, what we've seen today, the things that have come out recently, your mm. your E-Fleet, uh, you know, hoses have been around. I mean, you guys are always scanning the horizon and working on things. It takes a little while for that to come to fruition. So, so what kind of uh, new things can we expect to see, like, in the next year or two? Uh, so, actually, we're working on something right now that should be deployed here uh, shortly. And... Uh, just to give it some, you know, back history here is like data is everything, right? Everybody right. makes decisions and everything based off data. You see the IBM commercials like data. Yeah, why does IBM have a commercial like you're IBM? Like yeah, yeah. you're in everything already. So it's like that has been driving probably the world economy for a long time now, probably right. 20, 30 years, you know, and that's. The, and I feel like the oil space has always been, you know, a little bit behind that curve where, right. you know, you have Silicon Valley and you have your Twitters, your Facebooks, your your Apples, your Microsofts all there. And they were kind of leading that pack in their own space. Right. right. Well, now that's kind of spilling over into the to the oil and gas industry in right. general. And they want they want that that Amazon cloud data, just like. Right. Yeah. Right. So. So right now we're. Um, and it's going to be deployed soon. I think we're the only customer or we're the only uh, frat company that offers this, that is going to offer this. But it's, it's li we're calling it a customer portal. So mm -hmm. literally every customer can go and look at their frat job in real time. Like, yeah. What's going on? Watch the stage in real time. Uh, see all the activity from every single day. We and they have been on location. Any issues, pump time, uh, how much sand is on location, how much of any chemicals on location. Wow. What all their post job data, individual stage data, field tickets, like anything. Everything, right? Like I always have customers come to me and like ask for this and they ask for this and they ask for this. So I grab it here and I grab right, it there yeah, yeah. and then I compile it and I send it to them. Well, now it's going to be at the click of their fingers. Right, so, exactly. Like, Whatever you want, you can go get it. Yeah. yeah, like if you, like the best example I could really think of is like if you're looking, um, the medical field. If you go to get, uh, go to a doctor's visit, and then you know two days later you leave, you can go to their portal and right. see like what the doctor said, right. any kind all of your lab test results, reports, yeah, yeah, test results, and you have it all there in front of you, and then you can send that to other doctors and what, and that's exactly what the customer will have. They'll have what's going on in location at their fingertips. No calling anybody. I mean, they can still call people. Right. Yeah, that's great. Call call everybody. I mean, I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for that because, you know, in person's always better than, you know, seeing someone electronically. But um, it'll all be there. All the data will be there. Their, their, their fuel substitute, if they're running DGB, let's say. Right. You know, and we're supplying... Uh, they're supplying the natural gas to our location. They want to know their substitution rate. Right. It'll it'll be there. Their average wow. rates, their average pressures. Uh, That's fantastic. How, how they're yeah. staying on design. Like so, say their design is this much sand per stage, and it'll have the chart there. Like okay, you were over this, you're under this. You know what I mean? Right. So that help them make decisions faster. Whereas today, it's more or less 
the job is complete. These are the pitfalls that happened. This is how it could have been better. And we could have made the design better based off of production. Well, now they can see, okay, we've been in this area before. We're, this, this pressure seems too high or too low for what we are expecting. Let's bump up the sand or right, let's come yeah, down yeah, with yeah, the yeah, sand right. or let's add more fluid. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I think it'll be super beneficial. I mean, no, I, I, I think it will be just from my standpoint and knowing about reporting to clients, right? Anytime you can give yeah. somebody a dashboard with all the information, one, increases transparency. So don't think you're, you know. Exactly. You're, transparency you're like, is a big you're, one. You're like, here, man, here's everything we have. You know, we're not hiding anything. Here's everything we have. And that thing that it will cut down on calls because people will realize, hey, you know, I can call this guy and wait a day for him to get all these reports together or I could just go pull them myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And that's the that's the real goal. And uh, I, as far as I know, I think we're like the first ones to offer anything like this. So I hopefully, I mean, I feel like we're already set above the rest, but I, uh, and I'm, that's a biased opinion, of course. <laughs> uh, but I think this is really gonna just like raise the bar, yeah. you know, for, for the industry in general. Right, You know, yeah. I, I feel like the industry has been lacking in the, like, you could call it the tech side of things, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, like technology, yeah, we're always advancing, like I said, with the E-fleets, the high-pressure hoses, you know, different uh, zipper manifolds, and we're always, we're always, you know, but that's more of like mechanical stuff. Yeah, man. the mechanical that's operational side. Yeah. side. This is more like this is what people base decisions off of. Right. And that's kind of like where I'm going with that. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So how soon is that launching? I, I remember hearing something, but I, I I can't remember the date. I heard something from Jen. I think. I, I want to say like within like a month or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no Nothing. hard date. But that is yeah. something for for your clients to look forward to. I mean, being able to have that Absolutely. type of deep visibility into what mm -hmm. you guys are doing for them. Yep. That's going to be huge. So yeah, we'll have to. Uh, you know, I I don't know when this show will air, but we will. Um, go ahead and put a link. I'll get a link from Jen to that page on your website. So if it's not live, at least I know she'll have a landing page for it. And when we can send people there and they can get all the details, you guys can get all the details you want about the type of information you can get for the, what's it called again? It's just. Uh, so we uh, partnered with, so Carbo own, owns Frac Pro. Right. The license, uh, the software. So we partnered with Carbo and their development team to develop this software. Yeah, personalized uh, for you guys. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, it, it's for the industry, really. Yeah, It's right. really for the industry, uh, but I- Is it gonna be open source? You're gonna let anybody, any other, any of your competitors can use that too? Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's it, uh, it's it's their product, right. but we're the ones kind of like pushing it out there. Uh, oh, that's awesome, every, like, man. It's more or less to standardize the, uh, the oil field. Right, exactly, you know and, I mean? that, and you wanna be, I mean, that's one of the things, man. I mean, we all like to contribute, every company, I mean, okay, everybody wants to make money, that's the first thing, but we also wanna help advance, uh, you know, advance the, uh, the cause for everybody and if you can be instrumental in setting up this standardized client portal yeah. where everybody could get a hold of it that information and that becomes a standard that's awesome that's that's, that's something i really I mean, look forward to that's kind of what the uh, you, you familiar with uh WITSML or no, xml uh, files oh well, xml yeah, yeah 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 so like the WITSML file was like created for that specific reason oh you know, wow. uh, a standard file that everybody would pull everything down with and uh it's kind of gotten away from that. And I, yeah. I think it, it, it'd be nice to have a operating system, more or less, user interface where 
everybody's familiar with it, and just like uh, Microsoft Word or Outlook, everybody yeah. knows what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they all know how to use it. You know, you're not jumping around from different thing to different thing. Right, try to exactly. figure out its quirks or how it works or anything like that. Yeah. Eventually, it would be, you know, I mean, not free information because it's a service we provide that essentially they pay for. Right, yeah, but, exactly. you know. Yeah, no, to be able to have that access. And you know what? I'd like to uh, have, have you back on or, or the team that's implementing that later, uh, you know, once it's got some time under the belt. Because I'm, yeah, be I'm curious about adoption for that, right? Like how mm -hmm. many clients, now that they have access to all this information, how many clients are actually using it? And did they quit calling for reports and instead try to start going to the portal, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think some people are really like, they're heavy data-driven decision makers mm -hmm. and so yeah so that's that's going to be something they're going to love but you know i i don't know man i don't know how many people like want to get in the weeds on their thing some but somebody somebody at the company wants to get into the weeds there's always right? somebody that wants to get in the weeds. <laughs> every i mean we have every data point uh, that you could think of yeah right yeah, yeah. i mean we have i it's, i couldn't even i could start i could be here all day listen different data points that customers ask for, uh, you know, regularly or, you know, yep. randomly, whatever it may be. And, uh, and, and they'll have it, they'll have it at nice. their fingertips. So that's kind of the, uh, that's the direction we're going. Nice. So all you guys out there who are using ProFrac, uh, be looking for that coming out for sure. And if you don't have that type of visibility on your data, maybe you ought to, you know, Reach so, out to reach out to me. I'll get you set up, <laughs> and we'll put your uh, we'll put your email in the show notes. Okay, so they can people yeah. just email you directly. Now we can get bombarded. Hopefully, <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the exactly. idea. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the yes, show. Yes. No, thank appreciate you. It, appreciate it. Thank Take care. Thanks for tuning into our show. Please check out the show notes for the links we discussed in the podcast. We value your opinions. So if you have any questions or comments, kindly email them to us at deepdive at worldoil.com. Additionally, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us on your preferred podcast listening app. Lastly, don't forget to visit worldoil.com for the latest technical articles and news about the oil and gas industry.